Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. How you doing, buddy? Hey, brother. How you doing? Pretty good, hanging in there. Uh, a little worn out from the the crazy NFL weekend. What a goddamn weekend this one was, eh? Yeah, I mean, I I I can't remember a crazier weekend. Can't do it. This definitely has to be. The, the 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 craziest weekend of, of the season so far it started off nuts it just continued to be nuts and it didn't stop being nuts all week like like every every game was insane. i mean i think you got to start with how the weekend started uh, on saturday with the vikings and colts Dude, what yeah. the fuck happened there? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I think I texted you or, or I was texting you in, in our, our, our group chat there um, when the Colts got to, to 30, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, I know there's 30 minutes still. There's another half to go. That's a lot of points to come back, and I'm like, I'm going to just turn it off. And I, we, you know, I went to watch a TV show or something else. I turned it off, and I look on ESPN – Five minutes left. Vikings up 36-33. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because, <laughs> like, what, the when I was, uh, like, I had the game on. It was Saturday. This was my fiance's uh, birthday weekend. So I was kind of, like, we were all getting ready. I was gonna, We were going to go out, you know, have a nice birthday dinner and do all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of half watching the game and stuff like that. And, you know, as I'm watching the game, it's like, Colts get a, 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 a scoop and score fumble touchdown. They're running away with the game. It gets to halftime. It's 33 nothing at halftime. I, you know, I get a phone call from my dad. We start talking, and he's like, 
what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. He's like, he's like, the Vikings are frauds. They're terrible. I was like, yeah, no, this is fraudulent behavior. If there ever was, like, this is just they're getting schooled by Jeff Saturday and and uh, uh, an Indianapolis Colts team that can't get out of their own way. And it's like, wow, this is this is bad. And this was at home for the Vikings. Yeah. You know, they had gotten schooled there by the Cowboys. Uh, what four or five weeks earlier they got now they're getting schooled by the fucking Indianapolis Colts <laughs> like what the fuck is this this is uh, whatever fine what and sure enough as I stop paying attention and I start getting ready you know I'll take a shower shave the balls you know how it goes <laughs> uh, you know and and I'm still you know uh, you know looking at my phone keeping stuff and I see in our our King Cup family picks group chat. Yeah. Uh, my brother Russell starts posting like, "Uh oh!" Like he starts like, "Oh, Viking Vikings trying to make a game of it." And I'm like, yeah, "Trying to make a game of it," but it was thirty three nothing. So what are yeah. we doing? So it's like you know, you start looking at it. It's like thirty three fourteen. It's like, oh okay. And it's like you know, thirty three twenty four. Hmm, interesting. Then you see it's like thirty six uh, uh, twenty eight or whatever it was. I think it was thirty six twenty eight. Yeah. Uh, and then you're like, yeah, so that's it. No, it wasn't 24. It was like 21, 28. Yeah, so they were scoring. So it's 36, 28. And you're like, there's no way they're going to do this. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? They're only down a touchdown and two-point conversion now. And sure enough, then they score a touchdown, two-point conversion, send it to overtime, and win it in overtime. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, how, how, how demoralizing does it? Like, listen, and I know the Colts have had a rough year anyway. Yeah. But how much is that even like? And not only that, and this is a point that's been brought up a lot online since something like that. How bad does this cement Matt Ryan's legacy as the the, the choking quarterback? But see, I, I don't agree with that. I'm glad you brought that up because I've seen that too. He doesn't play defense. He's not the one that gave up the 36 points, you know, to to Minnesota. I mean, yeah, he did put only you know, 30 points up or whatever it was in the first half and nothing else the rest of the game. Only 33 points. No, 33 points. That'll win you. If you put up. And, and that's your thing. I, he, I he have an up, old feeling. If if you put up 30, uh, you know, shit, if you put up 24 points. Yeah. You should win the game. Yeah. So why is that Matt Ryan's fault? And if you don't, that means your defense sucks. Exactly. I don't get that. No, but here's the thing. And I've brought this point up, whether it's sports, politics, life, doesn't matter perception is reality as much as you'd like to say it's not as much as you'd like to sit there and say well no there are nuances and there's like and there are when it comes to the public when it comes to the 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 general people at large they're fucking stupid oh well yeah so nuance goes out the window any kind of reasoning or anything goes out the window it's just you see this person and this result and you say okay then that's that's what it is and that's unfortunately where we are yeah <laughs> where matt ryan now is not only the guy who blew uh, a 28 to 3 lead in the super bowl with a quarter left he blew a 33 to nothing lead at halftime to a vikings team that everybody sees as frauds anyway to yeah. a bad team so like that's that's just where we are now um whether you agree with it or not it's it's what it, it's what's there. So if you if you go on you know NFL memes on Twitter or Facebook, 
that's what's going to be there. Yeah. Now, granted, they're you know, a lot of their memes suck now anyway. Yeah, so, you know, they can like re regurgitate it. They're not, you know, they're they're unfortunately not what they used to be. But at the end of the day, that's what it, you know, the, Matt Ryan is seen as that. But how do you blow that kind of fucking lead? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. But the Vikings are 11 and 3. Do you believe in that 11 and 3? I don't know. I, I, if I, mean, I do, I, and and is that a case of the Vikings being good enough to come back from thirty three points, or is that just the Colts being so fucking terrible that they got lucky to be up thirty three nothing and then the Vikings storm back? Like, yeah. is it is it Vikings good or Colts bad? I'm more inclined to think Colts bad than Vikings good. Um, I mean, I, I think but, maybe a little bit of both. You know, like the Colts are bad enough to blow a lead like that, but to get that many points, you need a, a team with stars on paper to put up that many points. Do I? Here's what I'll put to you, and, and we'll get into this later because we're going to do the list and everything like that, blah, 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 whatever. But I'll put this to you right now. Vikings are 11 and three. Are the, to, in your mind, are the Vikings an 11 and three type team? I don't think so. Like if, if this was, okay. if this was, let me see how I want to say this. I don't think they're going to lose the rest of the, their games uh, for the season. But oh, you don't. But they do strike me as like a, a, a nine and seven, ten and six type team. They're not a fourteen win team or whatever possibility Here's the thing. they could. I think they can easily lose the game that got coming up this week to the Giants, and I'm not even saying it as the Giants fan. No, but the I, Giants, the Giants are a better team than the Colts. Yeah, and I, I think the Giants and the Vikings game is going to be a lot better than what people may have thought about it before the Colts game. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people I don't see I think you're giving I think you're giving the Vikings too much credit on that one. I I not I don't think the Vikings are what can be perceived as 11 and 3 team. What you would normally see yeah. as an 11 and 3 team. Well, I mean, yeah, when you when, uh, you, when you hear a, a team that's 11 and 3, you're thinking where they're at, you know, they're they're the number 1 or number 2 seed. They're not a number one or number two seed team. See, here's a, like the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs are eleven and three. Yeah, that's an eleven and that's, three team. Yeah, that that yeah, I agree. The San Francisco 49ers are eleven and three. That's an eleven and three team. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, what? I, why? Why? I do, why I, do you not? I do think they're a lot better than, than Minnesota. I was going to say that because I, I had there was a moment when I was putting my list together this week that the Niners were my number one team. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Oh, you motherfucker, you!" <laughs> they, they are, they're not. Where did you see that? First of all, uh, you commented on somebody's. Uh, oh, I comment. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, oh, you stalker! You're a Twitter stalker. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I, I, I may um, not, I may not do a good uh, uh, prep work here, but I do uh, stalk to get some info. You do stalk Twitter well. I'll give you that. <laughs> I will give you that. But, but no, I think the Niners are are clearly one of the best teams in the NFL. And maybe the front runner in the NFC. They are an eleven and three team that I think is actually better than what their record is because they've gotten better as the season's gone on. That defense is incredible, and even with Brock Purdy as as their quarterback, as as Mister Irrelevant Rookie, um, with the weapons they have, and Debo will be back for the play. Like I, I, I can't. Like I, 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 it's right now a hard time finding anybody that's going to beat the 49ers in the playoffs. The, the only thing that is 
holding me back from saying they're better than Philly. They're they're the number one team in the in the NFL. And I I didn't look at this, but I saw on uh, Twitter saying, "Are San, is San Fran so good because of the easy schedule?" Which you could say the same thing about Philly. Well, you could say that about the Eagles. You could say, and you could say that as we're talking about about the Vikings. Yeah, is the Vikings are eleven and three? Are they eleven and three because of how talented they are, or are they eleven and three because they kind of played a soft schedule and they've gotten real lucky in a lot of fucking games? Yeah, they could have lost at least five games on last minute plays. Uh, the one in London, the double doink. Yeah. Against, I think it was the Saints they were playing off the off the uprights. Like this game with with uh, with Indianapolis. Like there's so many times where you're looking at the Vikings this year. It's like, how the fuck are they getting away with this? And you know, like it seems like the one time where they played a typical Vikings game and they played an opponent that played up to their standard, the Cowboys blew them out by almost fifty fucking points. Yeah, you know. Now again, which, the Cowboys which, have their own fucking problem. I was going to say which but, is the, which is the team that lost to the Jaguars on a pick six. So how does that make Minnesota look? Wait, 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 wait. We're gonna we're gonna wait. Pause. Yeah, we're kind of jumping. Pause, we're, pause, <laughs> we're pausing because I need you to repeat who the Cowboys played. Who did the Cowboys play? The Jaguars. Did, oh, I know that the Jaguars. Off. Yeah, the Jaguars. Jag- no, they, they're not wires. They're not jagged wires. It's a jaguar. No, it's a jaguar. Jacksonville. Is that better? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll just go with place names. Just, just like uh, Wilkes Bear, no Wilkes Bar, you know, Wilkes Bear. No, 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 no. Because Wilkes, it's Wilkes Bar. Wilkes Bear. That's what it is. It's not Wilkes Berry. It's not Wilkes Bear. It's not Wilkes Bar. <laughs> it's Wilkesbury. That's what it is. Wilkes Bar. Bear, fuck it. I fucked it up anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just because now just, I'm starting to think about it. And yeah, when yeah. You think about it. It screws you up. <laughs> but well, yeah, I don't know. The, I know the British call it the Jaguar. The, the Jaguars. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, but, but either way, yeah, no. That's another team that we're we're going into the playoffs. Are are they as good as people think they are? Like the Cowboys can some weeks look truly amazing and then they can play a game where they're up significantly with what four minutes left to go yeah and then they end up doing dumb shit bad play calling bad clock management and end up losing to the jaguars in overtime and And so there's a team that's 10 and 4 are they a 10 and 14 are they better are they worse like and and i I hate to say it tell this year i hate to say it but that team doesn't go when Dak's good. This has to be Zeke's team. When Zeke plays good, they're they're doing really good well, on it's offense. It's not even Zeke. Pollard, like Pollard's been the better running back this year. Yeah, but the for past, Dallas, past couple from, of from the are... straight eyeball, from from just an eyeball test. Again, yeah. this show is not exactly stat central, so the oh, yeah. stats might show differently. My oh, Zeke goes great, but to the eyeball test, Pollard's been, to, in my mind. Light years better than Zeke's been this year for the Cowboys so, right, so, and getting them where they are. So it sounds like we both could agree if that running game is going, that Dallas team is a ten and six team, maybe a little bit. Well, better. because well, because here's the thing: if you get the running game with anything, this is any team. If you get the running game going, it's going to open up the passing game. Which and Dak's is, a good enough quarterback to do that. 
But if they're in a tight game, in a close game, all of a sudden, like, you see what happens with Jet. Like, how did you blow that game? Yeah. You can't. You can't blow that game. You cannot blow that game. Uh, And uh, especially, you know, if you're trying to stay toe-to-toe with the Eagles, now you're in a situation where you have to absolutely win out to try to get the division. Yeah. Yeah, if we win one game, we we just have to win one of the last few games. If the Eagles win another game, there and and we'll see. There's a lot of stuff going on there as well, whether Jalen's going to play or not. But let's yeah, go well, to the Saturday night nightcap with the fucking Bills and Dolphins. Great game. A lot. A big credit to the Dolphins for showing the fuck up. I I, uh, I just want to say one thing though about the Bill Stadiums. They they probably should like next year in the offseason or whatever put like a, a a safe space for the people complaining about the snowballs being thrown, like the players or whatever. That was so fucking stupid that they had to call the game or pause the game and go over to the intercom and say, stop throwing snowballs or it's going to be a 15-yard penalty. Well, they did that. Well, remember when the Giants were throwing snowballs at the Chargers, what was that, 20-something fucking years ago? Yeah. Uh, there was like criminal charges. Granted, it was more ice than snow, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's not forget the Eagles fans, you know, we're terrible for throwing snowballs at Jimmy Johnson. No, you're terrible for throwing batteries at fucking Santa. I know it's 50 fucking years ago, but still, when you do shit like that, it stays with you. And people are going to be like, oh, see, other fan bases are bad. You know, Philly fans try to show themselves as being not as bad as everybody else by using whataboutisms. And it's like, no, y'all are still pretty fucking. Let's not forget about the Philly fan that puked on a little girl. You know, let's oh, not that forget was like about 60 you know, years ago. But no, that was literally two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Let's not forget about the fucking Flyer fans just in total. You know, just being Flyer fans. Oh, uh, we're, we're you good. Know, granted, it gives, it gives Philadelphia a home field, home ice advantage. Wherever, you know, whenever they're playing somebody, I get that. And that's good for them. Yeah. But also, y'all are scumbags. Let's just, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Let's call a spade a spade on this one. Y'all are scumbags. <laughs> it's fine. Embrace it. That's okay. Uh, you know, and because here's the thing. There's some scumbagginess that you look at is just like, man, that's scummy and that's scumbagginess. And that's usually everything that's Philadelphia because of Philadelphia and it's a grimy ass city and it's disgusting and it smells like ass and nobody likes it. Then you have like the Bills and Bills Mafia and they get away with it because it's like, oh, it's cheeky fun and they're fucking putting each other through tables and lighting shit on fire and covering each other in fucking mustard all in good fun. And it's like, because it's Western New York. There's nothing else to fucking do. We get it. We understand why they're fucking nuts. Like Philadelphia is like, oh, they're just scumbags. And, you know, with the Bills Mafia, it's like, oh, no, okay. Well, I get it because, you know, it's Western New York. What else are you going to do? Like, just yeah. look over at Canada? Like, oh, who gives a shit? So, well, right. we're, the, we're the only real New York team. Shut the fuck up. I, I get mean, tired of are. that bullshit, they too. Are. I mean, you got the New Jersey Giants and New Jersey Listen, Jets, so. The Giants and Jets play closer to New York City than the Bills play to Buffalo. So, you know, suck still my playing dick. Jersey. First, I don't go, who go, gives a shit? Go, 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 go back to the Bills game, though. The, the uh, Bills yes. Miami game. No, I, 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 uh, first of all, fantastic game by the Dolphins. I'm going to give a lot of credit to the Dolphins, to Tua, you know, playing out there in those conditions. Everybody said, well, the way the Dolphins have been playing recently and the way the Bills were playing, like, there's no, the Dolphins are going to get crushed. They're going to get run out, no chance. Uh, they showed up, and it took a Bills comeback uh, from good old uh, uh, Joshy boy. 
to get back there, but they did. And the bill, that's what, you know, the bills again, the bills are 10 and four. Yeah. Uh, and they seem like they should be, uh, uh, a better team. Wait, are the bills I, 10 and four? No, I think I screwed that up. I think I, I, I got, I got the records messed okay, up. Okay. Cause I was going to say, I, I could see them being like that, a one or two more win type team. Not, not. Yeah. Other. I think, I think they're 11. Yeah. They are 11 because they're still the number one seed. Yeah. Cause they have the tiebreaker off over, over Kansas city. Yeah. No, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at a wrong. I'm looking at a wrong, uh, wrong thing here. Yeah, I think I had it wrong with San Francisco. San Francisco is ele- is ten and four, not eleven okay. and three. So I knew I thought I had something screwed up here. Looking at this, uh, looking at this uh, uh, standings that I have here, I don't know why it's either updated or wrong or something. But uh, but yeah, so but even so, they're an eleven and three team that seems like an eleven and three team. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the the Vikings don't portray that. Um, and I think that's a that's a problem. And the, I think it's a problem with they make the play. Like the Vikings are going to make the playoffs, and yeah. the way the NFC is breaking down, they're going to get the second seed. Maybe, uh, maybe. Depend, it depends on what maybe. happens. If they lose, if they lose to the Giants this week, yeah, they got problems. Because the Niners because are, here's the thing too. The Niners are only a could, game behind, right? The Niners are only a game behind, so, so that's what I mean. It's like the Vikings can be the second seed, but if the uh, the way things are going. Uh, uh, the Niners could end up with the second seed. Yeah. So the Vikings do have things to play for. But even so, like if I'm the Vikings, maybe I don't want the second seed. If I'm the Vikings, maybe I want to, maybe I do want to drop down because I'm going to tell you something. If the Vikings are the second seed okay, and kind of things break down way things might happen and you end up having maybe the Detroit Lions sneaking into the playoffs there at the seventh seed. Yeah. I don't want to play. I don't want to play the Lions. Not, not Especially if I'm the Vikings. The Vikings just got fucking shellacked by the Lions. And obviously the Lions are a hell of a lot better than the Colts. And and the Lions are maybe the hottest team right now in the NFL. Uh, six out of seven. They're six and one in their last seven. Yeah. After going one and six in yeah. their first seven. And that's what I mean. They're seven and seven right now. After starting one and six, they are seven and seven. And they are right there fighting for a playoff spot. And with their schedule, they can fucking do it. Yeah. They can easily run the table on the next three games. And if that if they do that, they get to ten and seven after starting one and six. Like they're they're seriously in contention to make the playoffs, and Washington has has a hard road. I think they have San Francisco this week. Yeah, I think before and if that's the case. I, I think before uh, the games last week, uh, I forget if it was Saturday or Sunday, they were doing a, a probability percentage, and Washington was a if they lost, which they lost this past week, they're actually like a twenty one percent. Chance of, yes, of making. Yes, I did it. see that with uh, with Steve Kornacki yeah. there. Um, yeah, that if uh, if they had won, it'd be like an eighty nine percent, and if they lost, it'd be twenty one. And roughly the same for the Giants. If Giants yeah. have lost, they would have been nineteen percent. If they win, it's eighty eight percent. So right now, uh, that's that's what we're looking at here, and that's the thing is that Washington they do they have they're at San Francisco. That's Oof. a problem, especially with the with the struggles that. 
Washington's been And this having. is what I mean. Like th- that game on Sunday night was so important for both of the Giants and of for Washington. Um and for it to come down the way it did, listen, there's a lot of controversies about that game. There was only one, was one real call that wasn't that wasn't called that should have been called. Well, here's the thing. And, and it cost Washington I, I, the win. On that one, see, I don't think because here's the thing. If everything on that play was called the way it was supposed to be, yeah, sure. Pass interference. I don't think there's any argument from anybody on that one. That was clearly it was draped all over. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not saying as a Giants fan, I'm not going to sit there. You know, I, I don't know if you saw in the in the in the group chat where I was talking with uh, 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 my sister-in-law Robin. Uh, we were sitting there talking about it, and it was like that was fast interference. I'm going to argue that. I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't call it. Yeah, but also on that same play, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, who by the way had a Dude, fucking breakout baller game, freaking monster. What a monster game from Kayvon Thibodeau that, that game. Um, but he had illegal use of the hands, hands to the face. He got poked in a fucking eye. And there was no call on that one. So if everything on that play was called the way it was supposed to be called, it would have been, you know, uh, pass interference uh, on defense, illegal use of hands, hands to the face on the offense, penalties yeah. offset, replay fourth down. Uh, now, I know there's also some uh, people complaining about on the one where they scored the touchdown that they called it back because of the illegal formation because yeah. uh, McLaurin wasn't up on the line. What, what do you think about that? He pointed to the ref, and the ref said he was okay. First of all, we're, we're dependent on McLaurin saying that the ref said he was okay. So that's the player saying, well, he well, said I was fine. The ref did point and say he, that. The ref did give him a thumbs up that he was good. No, he didn't. But if you watch the tape, you, didn't, you see no thumbs up. I thought I saw you him do some type of hand signal that said he was good. Do, he might have told him to move up, but here's the other thing too. It's not the. It's not on the ref. Thank you. Like people try to bring this up with that. Like, well, you got to your point there. No, you can, and the ref can, if he feels like feels like it, tell you no, you're okay, or don't move up. But that's not his job. Exactly. He's got twenty different other fucking things going on that he has to pay attention to. Yeah. Not whether or not you're lined up in your right spot. It's, that's your responsibility to make sure you're lined up where you're supposed to be. And if you're not, that's your fault. And you cost your team a touchdown. Yep. And that's on Terry McLaurin. I, I totally agree with that. I, I will so, say, though, it, 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 <laughs> it was kind of funny, though, the whole, um, from start to finish, how the, the how it went down. Like, you know, he, uh, McLaurin looks at him, am I good? Move up a little bit, good. Ball hikes. I mean, I don't even think the ball was in the quarterback's hands yet, and the ref was already throwing no, the flag. No, the ref had his hand on the flag. Yeah. First of all, that would be a sign to me that you're if not I'm good. the receiver. Maybe I should check to see if I'm actually on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Like, look, like he was going like a fucking wild west gunslinger. <laughs> like he's ready to go as soon that's, as that ball was snapped. That's why I just that started laughing. <laughs> that, that's it was exactly immediate. Yeah. It was absolutely immediate. So, like, right there, there's, you know, maybe some context clues there from Terry. Maybe maybe you should have been paying attention to that, too. Yeah. And, again, that's not on the referee to let to tell you if you're going to commit a penalty or not. Yeah. That's not the ref's job. The ref is to call the penalty if you do it. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, a referee's not going to sit there and say, hey, listen, you if you put your hand up by his mask there again i'm going to throw a flag no if you put your hand on the mask you're getting a flag thrown yeah. if you're not lined up on the line if you're not covering up the tackle like you're supposed to be that's a flag yeah 
Learn, learn the fucking rules. Learn how to to, to, to get anything. Because doing something like that, those are the little things that will cost the team a win, and that cost Washington a chance to win. Because even so, even with all that, they still would have had to got a two point conversion. Yeah. They still would have had to bring it to overtime. I mean, it brings the whole thing. Who knows? They, they might have fucking tied again. Who knows? But at the end of the day, that little mistake there cost them the chance at getting the two-point conversion at tying the game up who knows what happens from that point but um you know it's not it's not a given that washington wins with all of that but uh that's on terry mcclaw scary terry that's not scary (laughs) terry for not being lined up in a proper position and when it comes to the other call no it was an egregious miss, but so was the illegal hands to the face on on Kevon Thibodeau. So, if everything being equal, that should have been offsetting penalties and replay fourth down anyway. Yeah. So, like uh, this idea that well, they should have got it at the one yard line. No, it would have been offsetting. They would still have it at the uh, five or six or wherever they were was. after the penalty to to McLaurin. So, um, could, either way, huge game, could, huge win for the Giants. Well, before we before you can gloat about the Giants win, can we give a? a I'm not a, even gloating. Uh, I'm just saying a, a, a big shout out to uh, the, the the red. The, yeah, red, yeah, screw it. The Redskins running back Robinson. What a freaking beast! Now this, well, I mean, this is the kid that got shot twice. It's a great twice. story. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that is the guy who got shot in the leg. And uh, in, the, the one running right play before the season started. Yeah, and the one running play. Uh, Grant, I mean, the linemen were helping him, but. Moving that pile, a good 10, 15 yards? No, I, absolutely no. You know, the, like, the, when he got shot, you didn't think, like, okay, well, he he might come back, but you know, maybe later on in a year or yeah. do something like that. I think he was only out four weeks. Yeah. Like, it must have been a very superficial wound. And uh, and uh, he got he was right back into it and, and has been a huge piece of that of that Washington uh, football team of Redskin Commanders uh, offense, and he he had a stellar game against the Giants, no doubt, a thousand percent. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, just just amazing. It, it is, you, and you think you know, like, he, like you said, you know, you, you think he would have came back at you know towards the end of this year. I would have even just thought maybe the rest of his career would be just a, a career third down back, not a full fledged starter. You no. know. No, that he's got he's got uh the physical skills and just the you know the physical abilities uh and that's it thank god it wasn't somewhere else thank god it wasn't more serious yeah thank god that uh he was able to survive it but not you know so he's he's um he's shown people two major things one is that you can really overcome anything yeah if if you try hard enough, if you have the skills, if you have the willpower to do it, yeah, my man was shot and is becoming an all pro. Yeah. So right there, that shows you could do anything. And the other thing he's shown is stay the fuck out of downtown DC, no matter what. <laughs> Just don't go to DC. Yeah. It is disgusting. It is crime ridden. It is on par with Philadelphia with how dirty and scummy and it's, bad it's it is. Probably Just worse. don't go there. Probably worse. It's it's a I think it's a toss up between DC. And Philly, I, I've been but. to both a couple of times. Um, from personal, I've never experience. been to DC. I've oh, never yeah. been. To, I've been to Philly uh, a handful of times now in my life, and that's far too many. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just terrible. But uh, I've never been to DC. 
I'd like to go there and see like all the you know the monuments yeah. and you know things like that. You know, see where the the federal government goes ahead and, and fucks us in the ass all the time. <laughs> you know, I'll walk up to the IRS and piss on the door. Things like that. <laughs> uh, hashtag taxation is theft. Uh, not to get political here. No, we're, we're moving on, moving on. But still, yeah. you know, uh, just wanted to put a joke in there about you know overcoming odds and staying the fuck out of DC is probably the best things uh, you can do. Uh, but yes, huge game for the Giants. Huge win. And now the Giants have the ability to clinch uh, a playoff spot this week. Yeah. Uh, now, if they beat the, Vi- I was if they say, beat the Vikings. They if the Giants beat the Vikings and either uh, Washington loses and Seattle loses, or uh, if uh, Detroit loses and Seattle loses, or I think any one of those series, if either it has to be two of the three of either Washington, Seattle, and Detroit. Okay. If any two of those three lose and the Giants win, they clinch a spot. So you need so, a, like a, a combination win. So for right now, the Giants need to beat the Vikings. If the Giants beat the Vikings okay. and they get the help from the 49ers, uh, the Chiefs, and that's the thing. Those are the two that I think are, are the chance because uh, Detroit's playing Carolina. Yeah. They should win that game. Yeah. As we talked about, Washington's playing the 49ers in San Francisco. And Seattle's playing Kansas City in Kansas City. Okay. Now, the Giants are playing Minnesota in Minnesota, but as we've seen, that may not be such a home field advantage. Yeah, you just don't know what what Minnesota team's going to show up. So this is a huge, huge game. If the Giants can pull off the win in Minnesota and the 49ers do what they do, and the Chiefs do what they do, the Giants have a playoff spot wrapped up already at week 16. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Considering how things had been going. Yeah. And how we were, what, what one, one, five and one or something in the last uh, uh, six games, seven games, one, four and one. And, the last, you know, like things were not trending well. That one win against Washington, huge win. Now you go to Minnesota, you get to see where you are against a likely playoff opponent. Could end up playing Minnesota again uh, in the playoffs, especially in the first round. Because that's it. Well, that's the other thing, too. If we beat Minnesota and the 49ers do beat Washington, as we're hoping they do, uh, then the 49ers, I believe, would jump up into second. And then Minnesota would be third. And with the Giants being six. Oh, you that mean, would be the matchup, okay. as it was. Now, again, there's still two more weeks after this. Yeah. So we'll see how that all breaks down. But that's a possibility. So, you, And even if you don't, you're still putting yourself up against a playoff competition. Yeah. And we'll see. So, but the fact that that can actually happen, that we're talking about the Giants having a clinching scenario, and not a super convoluted one either. Yeah. Like, it's not like, well, you need this team if it wins and loser ties, or if this is that. And this team has to have this many points in the division playoff with this. And it's like, okay, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Like, this is just, if you win your game and these two teams lose games that they should, let's face it, probably should lose, you're in the playoffs. Which this year is incredible to think about. Because the Giants are, this is year one of a rebuild. Like, we're dealing with the aftermath of having Gettleman. Yeah, as our general manager, we're dealing with having no players. All of our wide receivers are hurt. The one wide receiver we have that's supposed to be an All-Pro wide receiver 
forgot how to football. <laughs> you know, like Kenny Galladay has been just an absolute atrocious. That has just to be the, the worst signing ever for in free for free agency. One of them. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Albert Hainsworth might be the worst. Oof, but yeah. Remember so, Hainsworth? Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. If Detroit and the Giants make the playoffs or Detroit gets real close, you know, to making the playoffs, who do you think gets coached of the year? Dable or, or, or uh, Lions? Toss coach? up. That's a, toss, that's a, that's a coin flip. That's a coin flip. Here, here's my look and, at Here's it. the thing. I think Sirianni should be in a discussion as well. Um, yeah. Just because the Eagles are what they are now. Granted, we could talk about whether well they're thirteen to one, but because of the schedule and stuff like that, whatever. No, uh, yeah. um, I, I, I think the Eagles are good. Yes, I think maybe the schedule is a little lighter than some of the other teams have had, but you know, at the end of the day, they're a good team. Yeah. Um, and Jalen Hurts is good, and, and I think Sirianni is a part of that. And everybody laughed at his ass when he was talking about manure and fertilizer and flowers <laughs> and all that kind of shit and got the dogs and the flowers and you know all that you know people were roasted him for his introductory press conference you yeah. were oh, even I'm... like oh fuck what the fuck do we got with this guy um, uh, i'll never so, not admit that i mean i i was i was scared shitless watching oh absolutely him. absolutely and i was having a blast right, yeah, funny. you were <laughs> nobody's laughing now the only people that are laughing is is sirianni and howie roseman uh, you know, for for putting this team together, yeah. and this is a team that is built to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. So, um, I think he absolutely needs to be part of that conversation. But if it was me, I think right now, um, I think even if the Lions don't make the playoffs, uh, I think it's it's a toss up, it's a coin flip between Dable and 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 Motor City Dan Campbell, because. It, 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 it's surprising it took half a season and it took firing for some reason the cornerbacks coach to turn the Lions season around. I don't know why it was the cornerbacks coach that did this, <laughs> but they got rid of him. And since then, they've been six and one. So the, I the don't only, know. The only arguments I, I would say that I think Dable should get it slightly more than uh, Campbell is okay, yeah, a firing. Is what turned the team around, and they ripped off a six and one record. You guys have been from day one. Injuries, basically practice squad players, and you've been in the playoff hunt from the get go. So you know, for day- was, there was a point where we were what we were seven and one. Yeah, at one point. Yeah, like that's first of all incredible to think about. Uh, but also. Um, and I and I went a bit of a rant on on Twitter about this, and this is just kind of an addendum to the rant I had last week. Okay. Um, I'm not really going to be a rant; it's not going to be angry. Uh, but for, for, in watching the Washington game, it, it, it hit me. If the Giants had any receivers that could catch a ball that hits them directly in the fucking numbers, yeah, like that just hits them right in the hands, perfect throws, and they drop balls. Like I'd love to see the stats. I think the Giants probably have the most dropped passes of any of, of any team in the NFL. If the Giants had receivers that could catch Daniel Jones, by the media who makes fun of him still to this day, would be considered elite. Yeah, because he he and that's what I mean is that he has such an improvement over what he said. And that's the thing; he always had the talent. He had the legs. He had the he had that athletic ability. He, he had. Uh, problems protecting the ball, 
that we all know through the like every every fucking three times he dropped back, he fumbled a fucking ball. Yeah. Hasn't done that this year at all. He's protected the ball amazingly. Uh, hasn't thrown that many interceptions at all. Uh, has right now, I think, uh, one of the highest completion percentages uh, for a Giants quarterback this deep into a season ever. You know, statistics wise. Anyway, yeah. and everybody's like, well, he's got short passes. Well, he can't throw a fucking long ball because <laughs> we don't have receivers that can either get down the field or catch the fucking thing. Yeah. And half the reason that he has so many incomplete or, or an incompletion or things like that is because it's not because he didn't place the ball right. It's that re- the receivers that we have are practice squad receivers. And they're just they're dropping these passes that are hitting them dead in the fucking numbers, right in the hands, like balls that you and I could catch. Yeah, they're dropping, and it, you know it's frustrating to see that people still doubt him and sit there and say like, "Well, I don't know. He's, he may not be the Giants' quarterback. We got Giants got to see if they can get an actual quarterback. The Giants have a quarterback. The Giants have a damn good quarterback. Yeah, and the only thing that's keeping him from being considered in the same realm as fucking Josh Allen is the fact that he doesn't have a Stefan Diggs, is that he doesn't have a fucking A.J. Brown, yeah. that he doesn't have a, a, an equanimous St. Brown, that he doesn't have these fucking people uh, to throw to. You know, um, I, 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 I think mean, if the Giants start doing that and get decent receivers and just shore up that offensive line, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with that defense. But the Giants' defense can't stop a run either. I don't. If we we saw that uh, against Washington, yeah. The, the Giants' defense, they're, they're good with runs up the middle, and they're decent with pass defense, especially if they're assaulting the fucking receiver on the last play of the game. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you do a fucking sweep to the outside, you're getting 15 yards before a giant touches you. Yeah. So that's a major problem that they have to fucking figure out. Uh, but. You know, all things considered, with the Giants' cap hell that they were in with Gettleman, with a lot of the terrible contracts they were left with, and a lot of the terrible personnel they're left with with Gettleman, the fact that they're at this spot at eight five and one, uh, with a chance to clinch the playoffs in Week 16, uh, in a year where we all figured it was going to be. Ooh, you know, another rebuilding year, but we'll see where we are and see if we want to keep Saquon and see if we want to keep DJ, see where, you know, how we want to do things. Uh, I I think the Giants have proved that Daniel Jones is their quarterback. Saquon, depending on how much he wants, like I'd yeah. like to have him back, but he's so inconsistent. Well, I mean, just, with just look at that whether game. Whether he plays well or not. Look at that game um, alone. He didn't seem... Like uh, he was playing at like a top tier running back in the beginning, but when it came to closing the game out, those what last two three. Well, run- that's how he was in the beginning of the season, and I don't mind that. Listen, if it takes a little bit to grind down the other team and get them going, and then in the second half Saquon takes over, I'm fine with that. That's a that's what you want. You want a, a running back that can close out a game for you. Yeah, and you can run down the clock and have him just run and and take over a game. And that's what he was doing in that 7 and 1 stretch for the Giants. And then in this last in this 1 4 and 1 stretch, he wasn't doing that. Yeah. You know, uh and that's the problem. It's like that's a little bit of the inconsistency. Is that a little bit of offensive line trouble? Is that other yes. But there's also other players out there who don't have great offensive lines who are still good running backs. So, um I think there's a lot to discuss there, but I would definitely bring Daniel Jones back. I'd like Saquon back. 
if he wants to come back. But those are two big pieces. Um, and then it's just getting other pieces in and getting other wide receivers in there short, getting that offensive line something. Evan Neal has gotten better as the season's gone on. Yeah. He's still a rookie. He had a couple of offsides penalties in the last game I wasn't happy with. But uh, between him and Thomas on the other side, you got two good anchors there I think that you can build off of. Um, and and we move from there. Um, but still, to be in this position for the Giants is, is, uh, is pretty interesting. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, did I did I not call the Eagles game on Sunday morning in our group text when I said that you were uh, worried about it for a little bit? You yeah. were, and I'll you tell you what, about it. It, it was an hour before game time, and I, I did. I, I I went on uh, DraftKings because I only had I had eight cents on Fanduel, so I couldn't uh, put that in. Um, understandable, understandable. But I had five dollars somehow still on DraftKings. So I was like, I'll take the the Bears and eight and a half. And sure enough, pulled it off, and, and you know I won the bet there. But they definitely looked like a team overlooking the Bears. And now it seemed. Oh, go ahead. It did seem like I was just going to say it seemed like a lot of the noise from the week leading up again. You know, with Micah Parsons yeah. and all the other stuff that was coming out, and a lot of the noise around that maybe had something to do with it, and maybe they did overlook. The Bears a little bit, and maybe not giving Justin Fields uh, the respect. You get the respect, you know, uh, <laughs> that maybe he was due. Yeah. Uh, uh, whatever it was, even on a game where they didn't perform well, they still won. Yeah. Uh, and but, now uh, going into this weekend with the Cowboys. I am saying it now. You know, you 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 tweeted out to uh, to me, uh, building any excuses already about Jalen Hurts being hurt. It's all mind games. I mean, he he's hurt. I mean, don't get me wrong. By this point, I'm sure every player in, in the NFL is hurt. But right. He's playing. Do you think so? Yes. I I think this is Nick Sirianni. Not so much Jalen Hurts because he doesn't strike me as a, a mind games guy. But I, Nick Sirianni strikes me as a mind uh, games guy. Uh, doing this to Dallas because of what Parsons said about Jalen Hurts and, and get him going. And it could be, well, cause I, I think there were some reports out now saying that, well, maybe the shoulder injury is not as bad as once. Yeah. Thought. I mean, uh, so Hurt, maybe they're already trying to build in effect that it's going to be like a game time decision or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts already said, yeah, I'm playing like an hour after Syria. I said, Oh, you know, this, this might be a couple weeks. Right, well, uh, Mike White said he was playing too. And you know, look how that turned yeah. out. But here, here, but here's what I'm, um, like, not excuse. Um, the reasoning I'm using behind I think he's playing is if his shoulder is that bad that he may be out two, three weeks, how the hell did he keep playing for another quarter and a half? Quarter all, baby. And, and But he never went back to the locker room, I don't think. I don't remember him going back to the locker room. Did he go in a blue tent? They, they don't give that in there. They take him back to the locker room for that shit. Well, you can do the blue tent. He just walks in there, and the doctor's yeah. in there. Give him a little, give him a little shotty shot right into the joint. And there you go. Hey, doc, I feel real good. Um, I go out there. Let's go. But you know, um, it, but I, either way, even even if that didn't happen, well, you know, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is listen. He's a dog. Yeah, he absolutely is. He's what Sirianni wants. He's a dog, as <laughs> as a lot of people say now. Uh, he is a uh, 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 a tough son of a bitch. 
And so I can see him doing that. And I can see him also wanting to go out there. But then on the Eagles side, you have to look at it from two perspectives here. You have to look at it as do you if if it is a if it is a legitimate injury, if it's something that is something that's like, you know, this is a concern that if, you know, a you know, a, another hit or another couple of throws or something yeah. else tears or does something like that, can this knock him out for longer? Then it might be a good idea to be like, hey, let's sit him. Let him rest, and let's let's prepare him for the road to the Super Bowl. Because listen, they're they're already up. Uh, uh, I think we're two games up on Minnesota. two games on the Vikings. Um, but I think the Vi- the Vikings aren't your worry. I think the 49ers are. If you're the Eagles, you have to look at it from that from that standpoint. Yeah, like to beat the Cowboys. Uh, do you have a good enough game without Jalen to do that? I think so. You still have uh, AJ Brown as yeah. your receiver. You still have other weapons as wide receiver. You still uh, have that I running think, game. I, I think if we and do you still go have with, that defense, I think if we do go with Gardner Minshew, you're gonna, as a team, have to rely more a little bit more on on the running game. Not you know. The, oh no, I don't. Not see, Thirty I rushes. I disagree. I disagree because yeah. Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. He, he is a fantastic uh, quarterback. I, I'm not saying the he's only not. thing you lose. The only thing you lose with Gardner Minshew over Jalen Hurts is uh, the running and running power. Like, you know, you yeah. give Jalen Hurts on a quarterback sneak is unfucking... Like, quarterback sneaks are usually unstoppable anyway. Yeah. But that motherfucker was ultra unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, with Minshew, maybe you hand it off. You know, uh, and stuff like that. But I think passing-wise, I, I, I think having Gardner Minshew in there takes nothing away from the passing game um, and, and, and leaves you... Uh, in a good spot. Yeah. So I would, depending on how bad the injury is, say let's maybe go with Minshew as the starter. And you know what? Um, go, and go, rest him up. Or even put Minshew as a starter, but put Hertz as your emergency quarterback or your backup you might, quarterback. Maybe. You know, maybe. Maybe. If, maybe if the game starts getting out of hand. Okay, put Hurts in there. Let's let's like not out of hand, like not you know thirty to nothing like the Colts Vikings games, but like if we're up or if they're up fourteen nothing, maybe put Hurts back in there or put him in there. And you gotta you gotta see you, you know. know. Um, I will say though, the small part of me that wants to see Gardner Minshew start and watch us not even destroy, just score a couple touchdowns, passing touchdowns, and just to see his his emotions and they're like I, I just love how he is how I love yeah no everybody loves Minshew yeah. I'm sorry I, I I like the kid I think he's I think he's good enough to be a starting quarterback somewhere I, in this league I think he got a bad really rap do. in Jacksonville I think he well I mean here's I just think he he's a talented quarterback and I think he can start in a number of places in the NFL um so again I think having him as your option if Jalen Hurts is his shoulder is is too banged up to go. Yeah, is you could have a lot worse uh, uh, of a situation, and even with Minshew in there, I would still pick the Eagles. Now, I think the line has gone more towards the Cowboys since the Jalen Hurts news came out. Yeah, because uh, so obviously the-, the money in Vegas are thinking differently. Yeah, but I think with Minshew in there, I I still I would still pick the Eagles uh, uh, to win that. Absolutely. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I know before the news came out, 
the line was at like one and a half. And then when the news came out, it jumped up to like six or seven. Um, let me let me Eagles see were getting. here. Originally, this up on my FanDuel app. Originally, the Eagles were getting. A, uh, originally, the Eagles were getting a, a point and a half. And then he got hurt, and then got yeah. Right now, the Cowboys are favored by four and a half. Now, granted, they're playing okay. in Dallas, so they automatically get three points. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so but that's even so, they were down to only one and a half point favorites. Yeah. With having the the automatic three, and now they're up to four and a half because of the the uh, Jalen Hurts news. But I would personally, I mean, I I take the Eagles all day on that. I take the Eagles money line on that. I think the Eagles beating the Cowboys. I think the Eagles will beat the Cowboys. I'll, I'll with say Minshew, this with, with, with Minshew blue, or Jalen Hurts in there. With our blue picks, I almost picked the Eagles for our, uh, our upset, but I'm like, nope, because every time I pick the Eagles or the you know the team they're playing, they fuck it up for me. So I did not little you know little insight to our blue picks here. I did not take any team from the Eagles Dallas game. So all right, all right. Well, I, I may sit good. on my my ten dollars, let that in there, DraftKings for another year, and wait till next year make another bet. <laughs> <laughs> and also, before we do get into uh, the Kings NFL top twelve power rankings for Week sixteen, I do want to point out uh, uh, hashtag Fire Rough is back. Yeah, what's going on with that? It's what back, happened baby. there, buddy? Yeah, the Devils. Uh, yep, yeah, we lo- we lost the uh, fifth in a row. Now was that uh, was that uh, before? four to one to the Carolina Hurricanes? Who was, I was that before or after? Uh, was that before or after the Flyers uh, beat you guys uh, this past week? That was this is after. This is okay, after because okay. you guys did beat us. Well, that's all, the only reason you beat us because Carter Hart stood on his fucking head. <laughs> the, some the, the goaltender saves. who you hate, who no, you no, no, hate no, so no, much. No. You hate him so much. No, I've always so liked him. Shit. No, on, no, 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 don't try to suck up to him now. I've always liked him. It was you the, fucking sick the of one fan. year no, that he started getting hurt. No, 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 no. I don't hear. When I start get worried. <laughs> Bastard, you! <laughs> you, I'm the, I put a Carter Hart. If you're listening, which I know you're not, but uh, uh, Jimbo here from Stay Tuned Sports has done nothing but talk shit on you. I even you have for the, like the last three years. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Maybe one year. Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable! I, I even uh, got so, a, a camel the, the army camouflage flyers jersey uh, of Hart and came in. Um, too small because yeah. And you know, do you remember the reason you said that though was because you wanted to make sure that you could blend in in case he started playing shitty again, so that you know people wouldn't even. <laughs> you got, you got me why. mistaken. I never. I'm not smart enough to come up with that excuse. <laughs> uh, oh, but Jesus. yes, no. The Devils are on a five game slide, so uh, hashtag fire off is officially back. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's see if we can turn this season around here, Devils. Why don't we do that? So I mean, I know the Flyers aren't going anywhere. I watched, but I watched them last night against the Blue Jackets, and uh, it was a good game. You know, uh, we won four to two, no four to four to three because they they came no four to two because we got the empty netter. Um, Tippett, the the kid that we traded for with the Claude Giroux trade last season, um, seems like he might be coming on. And 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 you know what? Also, I just want to make this little statement here. Some of the, the Flyers fans want to trade Travis Konechny. I understand why you want to trade him. Um, rebuild, all that stuff. Me personally, keep him on the team. You know, he, he's. Can I say something real quick here? My, no, my can, first of all, Connect Connectney <laughs> is good. Don't yes. get me wrong, Connectney is great. But I just want to point out how you can't say Creek and you can't say Jaguar. But meanwhile, you pronounce Connectney fine. When there's ten million people out there 
who can't say his fucking name. Because I practice like, it. Even announcers can't say his fucking name. <laughs> because I practice it in the mirror in the bathroom. And you're just sitting out there. You just bust out a connect me out on us. And it's like, this motherfucker skipped not a beat with connect me. <laughs> but it's talking about the Jaguars. Well, I, I got to go to the crick. I make, I make sure I got my, my sports team player names correct and fuck the rest of English. But anyway, here you go. That's a round of applause for getting connect me. Very nice. But no, I, I mean, I get it. You know, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just hope they I don't, don't trade him. I, that's what I just want to say. And Flyers fans that think he should go. Uh, well, here's the problem. Here's here's the problem is that even if the Flyers do, their track record with, as far as drafting or signing free agents or doing like yeah. that is not the like their their personnel moves over the last ten years have been fucking horrendous yeah. from just an outside point of view. Um so like if I'm a Flyers fan, they're like, well, we're gonna we're gonna do this as far as rebuilding for the future and getting pieces together. I wouldn't trust it. Yeah. Like what what have you done to show that you you actually know how to fucking build a team? Let alone you're gonna sit there and say, well you're gonna get rid of one of our best players to you know, well we're gonna do this to 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 get the pieces and build a team. It's like I don't trust you to get the pieces. Yeah we've been you've shown that you can't yeah. Right. So uh, we'll see. Long season ago. That's why I didn't get excited about the Devils' big hot start. Yeah. Uh, like I, I tempered it. I was like, let's see where we are at the All Star break. Let's wait on that. And sure enough, uh, you know, it was a good idea to kind of wait because, uh, you know, we're all of a sudden in a five game free fall. And that's, that's not good. It's not where you want to be. So. All right. You want to uh, do your, your power rankings here? Air, yeah, let's do the power rankings. We're gonna hear them. You're gonna hear them here, right here first, folks. Right here, live before they're posted anywhere. Usually, I post them, and there's stuff, and it's already up there. But uh, you're gonna hear here first, and then uh, I'll give them a post there uh, to see where we are. So let's break it down, ladies and gentlemen. Here's Kings NFL top twelve power rankings for week sixteen. We're at week sixteen. We got three weeks left, dude. Like the past like four so weeks just, just flew by. You have to soak it in because it's yeah. going to be gone, and then we're going to be in the in the in the in the doldrums of fucking boring ass baseball again. And that's all hey, we're going to have. We still got hockey for four more months. We have hockey for a bit. We got hockey for a bit, and that's good. Uh, you know, hockey being my favorite sport, so I'm okay with it. But man, there is nothing quite like when the NFL is around, and then when the NFL is gone, it, it's 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 depressing. It is. I'm it, sorry. Yeah. It is. Uh, so here we go. Kings, NFL Top 12 Power Rankings, Week 16. Number 12, this one was tough. I was thinking of putting in uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars into the spot. Decided against it. Only went with the Washington football team of Redskins Commanders at 7-6-1. They're down two spots after that loss to the Giants. Big game for both them and the Giants. Big loss for the, for the Commanders again. Uh, controversial, if you want to say it. There's a couple... Schools of thought on that, which I kind of uh, uh, put there too. But uh, either way, they needed that win. They didn't get it. Now they got a tough game against the 49ers at Levi Stadium. So not looking good for the Commanders. At 11, I have the team that did beat them, the New York Giants. They are back in the rankings after being out for the last couple of weeks. They are 8-5-1. and one. They are, again, They can if they win this week against the Vikings – and they have uh, uh, Washington lose, and who else is it needs to lose? Uh, 
Seattle. Yes. Seattle's playing. Yeah, they're, so if they have Washington Seattle lose, they can go ahead and get into the playoffs already clinched. That would be something. They are 11 at 10, down four spots. Again, they almost lost last week to the worst team in the NFL. And so I knocked them down a couple spots for that because like you can't almost lose to the Houston Texans and keep a high spot. Well, then they went ahead and lost in overtime to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are, believe it or not, still alive for the AFC South title. So yeah. don't sleep on the Jaguars right now either. But the Dallas Cowboys at 10, they are 10-4. and four. They are down four spots. There, there's something wrong with Dallas. And I think even a Dallas Cowboy fan will tell you, there's something wrong. I, I don't know what it is, but they better fix it, and they better fix it quick because yeah. uh, the playoffs are coming. They're going to be you know, one of the top seeds in there. Uh, and, and again, they're still alive for the NFC East, but that loss to the Jaguars really hurts and kind of puts it on, on uh, uh, life support for them actually being able to win a division. I don't think they're going to get it yeah. now. Well, you know, again, that loss hurts them really badly. Uh, but at 10 for right now, let's see if they can improve during the rest of the season. Again, we only got three weeks left. It's sad. Uh, at number nine, up three spots. I have the Los Angeles Chargers. They're making a late season run after being super inconsistent all year. Uh, Herbert's kind of finding himself a groove. They're winning games now that they normally lose. They're coming back. That that last minute uh, uh, drive and a hell of a throw by Herbert to Keenan Allen to get them in field goal range to win that game last week. Uh, good, it's good football. It's good football. The Chargers. They're they're winning. I think in, you know, despite their coach, not because of him. Yeah, I think that's a lot of shit that's holding them back as well. Um, so we'll see what happens from now on. But that's where I put them. They're at nine. At eight, I have the Miami Dolphins. They lost up in Buffalo, but played one hell of a game. Better, than I think anybody thought they were going to. Uh, a great game by Tua. Great game by the Dolphins. Uh, Buffalo had a comeback and win in their own place. Uh, it's it's I'm sure disappointing for the Dolphins, who were still maybe alive for you know if they had won that game they'd only be a game back of the division lead. Uh, right now they're uh, three games back because of that loss, uh, eight and six still in a playoff position, but it's getting dicey. They need to win these last few weeks here in order to secure themselves a playoff spot. I think they can do that, but they're at eight. They stay at eight. That's a no change from last week at number seven again i i don't want i don't like rewarding teams but again this is a case of kind of where do you put teams everything like that and they are 11 and three and listen they did have the greatest comeback in nfl history that's worth something so up two spots to number seven is the minnesota vikings at 11 and three is anybody out there convinced by the vikings i don't think so uh but they are 11 and three and at this point in the season, you know, you are what your record says you are. Yeah. I don't think they are what their record says they are. But, <laughs> um, you know, from the power rankings standpoint, from, from the eyeball test here, you know, listen, whether it's luck or just being good or a combination of both, whatever it is, uh, the fact that you can lose one half 33 nothing, and then win the next half 36 to 3, um, that's pretty good. And then you get it to overtime and you get yourself a, a, a win there where it looked like 
just 45 minutes before you were losing that game and losing it badly, you know, uh, that, that counts for something. And now that team has a shit ton of momentum going forward. Uh, they have a big game against the Giants this week at home. Uh, and a Giants team that's going to be hungry. The, the Giants have a chance, like I said, to clinch a playoff spot. So Minnesota can't be lackadaisical. They have to take that momentum from the Colts game and use it to win uh, and stay in the hunt for that number one seed in the NFC. But the Vikings are number seven. At number six, the team I don't think anybody would want to play right now, and that is the Detroit Lions. They are seven and seven, up one spot from last week. But what, what who, like, how? How is this? Like, I don't understand it. This team is six and one in their last seven. Absolutely. Their defense. I don't get it. And their play calling is so much better. Their offense is clicking. Jared Goff looks like a fucking superstar again. They're making plays when they have to. They're winning games when they would normally lose them. Like it's, I, it's, it's, it's stunning. Yeah. It is stunning to see, to see what this team is doing. Um, and listen, the last three games they have this year are all very, very, very winnable games for the Detroit Lions. Um, what, what, what do they have? I know they close out with the Packers. That's their last game of the year. They have the Panthers this week, and I believe they have the Bears next week. So they have the Panthers, Bears, and Packers. Yeah, Those are that's three very, easy. very winnable games for them. Uh, and if they do, uh, it's not guaranteed they'll make the playoffs. But it's a pretty good shot they will. Detroit yeah. Lions seven and seven up one spot to number six. At number five, down a spot at eleven and three. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning in overtime against the Houston Texans, in which they were losing a lot of this game to Houston in the last two weeks. Have almost beaten the Cowboys and almost beaten the Chiefs, two of the better teams in the NFL. Again, almost counts in horseshoes and hand grenades only. But impressive performance from the Texans both of these weeks. Kansas City. You know, is this an off? Was this an off week? Was this one of their bad weeks? Every team has them. Again, the Chiefs have had a few though. They lost to the Colts earlier this year when the Colts were still bad, and well, I mean, the Colts have been bad all year. Yeah. So there's no no change there. So, uh, but the Chiefs have had a couple of these games where they've been unchief like. Um, yeah. And we had another one of those games, but again, in the end, they did just enough to win. So. You, you got to give them credit for that. But again, you don't get rewarded for that. You get down a point. So that is the Chiefs at number five. At number four, down one spot. You're going to be pissed at me, and I don't care. <laughs> number four is the Philadelphia Eagles at 13 and one. I'll piss off. This, this isn't so much a performance issue. Again, like, you know, uh, they did struggle a little bit against the Chicago Bears, a much lower opponent than them. Uh, but like I said, we've seen a couple other teams struggle against some lower opponents. Maybe were they looking ahead to Dallas? Were they doing something like that? I don't know. Um, was Dallas looking ahead to the Eagles? That might be a reason why they lost the Jacksonville game. I don't know. You can chalk it up to some things like that. Uh, uh, I think it's probably a combination of things. But again, this is just also another case of I think there's a lot of good teams. you got to put them somewhere. Um, and and with the Eagles case, um, they're 13-1. and one, But I, again, I think it's a soft 13-1. and one. It's kind of like the Vikings eleven and three. It's a soft eleven and three. Um, again, thirteen and one is thirteen and one. You can't sit there and say, "Oh, they're thirteen and one because of luck." Jalen Hurts is an absolute animal. Uh, uh, AJ Brown is a, a phenomenal fucking weapon. I mean, the Eagles are—they are that team. They are a Super Bowl favorite. There's no arguing that. 
There's no, uh, well, I don't know if the Eagles are. No, no. The Eagles are a front runner to win the Super Bowl. There's no argument there. Um, we just have, you know, th- again, this is my picks. And, you know, this is who I have here as this list. Uh, and if you don't like it, suck my dick. Go make your own list. <laughs> uh, as, as we say here every week. At number three, this is where we start getting a little iffy. I went back and forth a lot of times here on the top three, top four, top five. There was a lot of switching. There really was. Once we got to five, once we got to like to the Chiefs, Eagles, stuff like that, I was like, there was a lot of bouncing back and forth here. Uh, but for number three, at 10 and four, up two spots, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Um, man, that Niners defense is fucking incredible. I mean, uh, uh, Nick Bosa is... Is it Nick or Joey? Uh, that's Nick Bosa. Yeah, in San Francisco, Nick is right? there, and and, and Joey. Yeah, Nick. In, that's the one. My fiance loves his arms, and she gets all, <laughs> oh, Nick uh-huh, Bosa. He does, the, he does the little all shucks pose after his sacks, and it's she's like, oh, he's doing his cute little pose. And it's like, yeah, no, you see his arms. That's why you're, you're like, <laughs> like that. But still, that Niners defense is is tops in the NFL. They really are. Uh, something special. And the 49ers offense has all those weapons helping out good old Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Um, <laughs> do go- and that's it. Brock Purdy, that, the, the 49ers have not fallen off with Brock Purdy in there as quarterback. Uh, is that because he's a good quarterback or is that just because of all the weapons? Hard to say. And I don't think it, it really matters. They're just, they're good. Maybe the best team in the NFC. I personally think they are. Uh, if you put them again, the Eagles on on a neutral site, I think it's the 49ers. But here's the thing: when it comes to the playoffs, you don't get a neutral site to the last yeah. game. So if the Niners have to go to Philly, that's gonna be a thing. So we'll see how that happens. But uh, for right now, I have the 49ers at number three. At two, down one spot, I have the Buffalo Bills. Wow, great team, fantastic team. Still, obviously, Super Bowl favorite. Uh, struggled a bit with Miami at home. Had to come back uh, in 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 Orchard Park. In everything that should be in their advantage, weather, cold, snow, windy, and the team from Miami outplayed them a lot of the game. They've had a couple of games like this of late, where it's like, are the Bills the Bills? They've lost to the Jets. They've struggled against the Jets. Uh, you know, they've lost to you know they 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 are. They've struggled with other teams that maybe they shouldn't struggle with. Is that a sign of a problem? Is that just, you know, the wear and tear of a season? Again, they've lost Von Miller for the year. That's a big, big uh, uh, loss for them, especially later in the game uh, and on third downs. Uh, but for now, I do have the Bills at 11-3 and three as number two in these picks. And at number one, up one spot. I have your Cincinnati Bengals. They're not my Cincinnati Bengals. They, uh, they're, they're all of our Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. Um, they are clicking like no other team in the NFL right now. They had they had a come they had a big comeback against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay last week. They were down seventeen to three at halftime. Yeah, came all the way back, won that game, and made it look rather pedestrian to come back and win that offensive line, which was giving so many problems to Joe Burrow earlier in the year where he was getting <laughs> murdered, playing so much better. Joe Burrow is, is 
in that mode again. He is just Joe fucking cool right now, just doing everything. Uh, their running game is fantastic. Their defense is sneakily, I think, the best in the NFL. Uh, they shut down teams, especially in the second half. And again, as we saw in the game against Tampa, they I mean, that defense is fantastic the whole game. But when it matters the most, that Bengals defense is an iron curtain. They are fantastic. Um, and for right now, in my opinion, at week 16, I don't think there's a better team in the NFL playing right now than the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's pretty scary. And the Bengals still open for that number one spot in AFC. So we'll see. Again, three weeks left. Lots to still be determined uh, as far as the playoffs go. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how we go. But there it is. My list for week 16. Kings top 12 power rankings for the NFL. We have the Bengals, Bills, 49ers, Eagles, Chiefs, Lions, Vikings, Dolphins, Chargers, Cowboys, Giants, and football team of Redskin Commanders. I just can't wait till the Eagles win the Super Bowl and I could be like, yeah, how about your power rankers now, bitch? God, I can't wait for that not to happen. <laughs> God, I can't. Like, it's It gives me anxiety thinking about the Eagles in the Super Bowl again. I can't. I can't do and, it. And this time, I will not call you. I'll drive my ass down there. And knock on your door at three o'clock in the morning because it'll probably take me about Dude, that long. Dude, my family still talks and remembers about how you <laughs> called me after that Super Bowl, drunk off your ass, sitting in fly eagles fly for about twenty straight minutes, not shutting the fuck up. Like that's a that's a that's a legend now in a king household. Which is also why my even my father was saying like, oh, I do not want the Eagles to win because you know you're you're gonna you're gonna catch shit from Jimbo. He's gonna give <laughs> you like, shit all the time. I was like, it's yeah, gonna be I know. Jimbo two point Can't do it. Can't can't do, can't win with it. Can't do it. For the most so. part, for the most part, I, I I agree with your power rankings. Uh, taking the Eagles argument out of it, I, I I still think the Bills would be a better team than the Bengals, but you know, it's, it's probably close. You know? I, so it's I maybe kind of like a one A one B. I have flip flopped a couple of these teams. Uh, like I I flip flopped the Eagles and Niners a couple times. I again I had the Niners as my number one team. Uh, for a little bit here, I flip flopped them with the Bengals and then the Bills. I had I had Bengals Niners Bills. Then I had I had Niners Bengals Bills. Then I had uh, uh, Niners Bills Bengals. I was like, no, nah, I think the Bengals are better. Like I I I really tortured over this. I had again. I had then I had Bengals Bills Eagles Niners, and I was like, no, I think the Niners are higher. Then I had well the Chiefs. Do I do the Eagles Chiefs? I was like, no, uh, no, but like it. Yeah. The top five was a fucking chore. Yeah, it really was. Like this was the first time in in a, a good number of weeks where I really struggled. Once we got past, once we got to the top five, I struggled a bit. And I think either one of these teams, you can move them around and and still have a generally okay list. I think the Bills can be a number one team. I think the Niners can be a number one team. I think the Eagles can be a number one team. I think if you felt like it, I think the Chiefs could be the number one team. I think any of the top five you could put, you could plug in as number one. Yeah. And it'd be a good list. Yeah. I really do. So that's, that's what I mean. It's real. this top five is really hard. And we're getting to that point of year where it's, you're seeing what teams are performing the best as we get, as we get further on into this year. And like I said, right now, I don't think anybody's playing better than the Bengals or our number six team, the Lions. I think the Lions and Bengals are the two teams that are playing the best. The only problem with the Lions is they started one and six. Yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, but we'll have those up there. You guys can look. You can debate over us uh, at our, our at, at all of our social media uh, sites. There at ST Sports Podcast. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. You can find us at uh, Stay Tuned Sports over at uh, Facebook. Uh, we're all over the place. Yeah, we're we're go over to stay, StayTunedSports.net is uh is our website you can find all of our links and things there as well as well as all the episode uploads uh and uh, and yeah so there you go so there's the there's the there's the power rankings this week. top 12 for this week all right so to close out this close out the show uh do our blue picks yeah let's kick about and before we start i know sometimes people get upset if i ask but i have to ask i do because we can't go into it blind. We have to know. We have to understand. Jimbo, are the Blue Picks sponsored by anybody? Why, yes, they are. Uh, they are sponsored by W Energy Drinks. W gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. It has no sugar, fillers, or artificial flavors. Head over to W.GG and use the promo code STSPORTS18, all capital letters, to receive 10% off your purchase. This is the thing. You want to go into 2023 being focused, right? You don't want to be sitting around lackadaisical, sleepy, just like, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't want to play this game. Or maybe I don't want to be focused at work. Or maybe I don't want to draw this thing. Or maybe I don't, whatever you're doing. Whatever you're doing that you need to be focused at, you want to be focused in 2023, right? Well, that's why you got to go to W.GG. They have all of the great and wonderful dubby stuff there all your dubby energy drinks all the stuff there and it's fantastic because there's no crash why no sugar there's no sugar in there there's no anything like that and me as a diabetic i love that too because that means i can actually drink dubby and not you know die you know isn't that a wonderful thing so we even if you're diabetic even if you're not having all that extra sugar that you get in the other energy drinks that's not good for you it's not healthy all those empty calories all that other stuff no you get dubby you get the focus you need without all the empty calories and the dangers that come from all of that sugar they have so many different flavors they're doing new flavors right now that we know jimbo was talking about a couple weeks ago those are out there as well you go to w.gg look at the flavors you want to get they even have some of these little trial packs that you can get you can test them all out before you go ahead and get the one that you find that is your favorite and then here's the thing once you get everything that you want everything that you need you go to that checkout you put in st sports 18 all capital letters right there you put that in there, you're going to get 10% off of your purchase. That's a great way to start off the new year. You can't beat that. W.GG, checkout code STSports18, all capital letters. Get yourself 10% off. W, what is it? Do better? Be better? Yes. I always forget the tagline. <laughs> do um, be better. Better be do. Boo do better do. And, and, and See, I need W right now to focus because I've lost my focus. And, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what the tagline is. You know why? Because I didn't drink my W today. That's See, a problem. You don't forget to drink your W. And kind of go on to what King said. <laughs> if you guys are following W over on Twitter um, or Facebook, they they announced their new flavor. Um, I believe it's called Punchin' Punch, which is uh, fruit punch. Punchin' Punch. Punchin' Punch, like so. Punchin' like I'm punching your face, and then punch fruit punch. Punching right, and then punch. Okay, so it's a punch and punch. Yes, so it's a fruit okay. punch with a, a lemon lime um, mixed in with it. Um, and from what I've been seeing, Ooh, everybody, yeah, everybody's saying it's really good. Um, some of the, the the original flavors have a slight chalky chalkiness to it. Everywhere I see, everybody's saying whatever they did 
the chalkiness has gone away. So you're, you're just getting full flavor. Um, I'm waiting for mine to come in. So make sure you guys... Uh, we have fruit flavor. Head over there and, and use that promo code. Um, okay, so... Yeah, head over where? W.GG. That's where you want to go. That's why I was leaving up for you. Um, yeah, see you yeah, right now. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of... All right, what do we got? We got the blue picks here. Yeah, so I kind of didn't uh, have any W. Uh, and, you... and I didn't recap... Uh, last week's pick, so we're just gonna go right into week 16 blowout pick or blue picks here. That's fantastic. I I, I love doing the blue picks because it really doesn't matter. Yeah. What the fuck we do or, or if <laughs> we win or not. And she's like, let's just pick games and see if it fucking matters. Yeah. Next week, it never matter. We never talk about it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> next season, we'll be a little uh, bit more professional about it. Pro professional? No, we won't. no, you won't. No, you won't. Let's that, be that's, honest. That's, that's not, not, yeah, that's that's not in our vocabulary. <laughs> right, uh, uh, well, not, it's not in your vocabulary. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do we got here? Uh, right. For the blowout pick, uh, well, let's look at see some of the games. Because here we go. Well, later in the season, you're usually not going to get too many more blowout picks. Here. Yeah, I only saw like uh, two or three games possibly. Uh, let's see here. I think a blowout. Is gonna happen. Ooh, ooh, that's a mm, no, no, no. I don't no. Maybe no. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with. Oh, do I want to do that one? No, no. Yeah. Oh, all right. First of all, this sounds pornographic. And it's not. <laughs> I promise you. Um. I'm gonna. Go, they burned me. All right, I'm gonna go with this one. I, I, I don't want to. I think they're good, but I, I, I th I'm gonna go with San Francisco over Washington. Uh, currently, San Francisco is a seven-point favorite over the Commanders at Santa Clara at Levi Stadium at the Big Gene. Um, um, I think Washington's good enough to hang with the Niners. Um. But that Niners defense is is on a different level. Um, they're not going to be able to run like they did against the Giants, against San Francisco. Um, Heineke's going to get hit a little bit more. Yeah. We're just kind of saying something because Kayvon Thibodeau really lit him up a couple times <laughs> during that game. Uh, and and the Niners have a lot more weapons. Now, is Brock Purdy as good as Daniel Jones? Maybe not, especially not with the legs. Yeah. Uh, but he's got a lot more weapons than the Giants do. Um and I think that I think the Niners can can win by at least ten. So I'll give the Niners that one. That's going to be my blowout pick. There, Niners over uh, the football team of Redskins Commanders. Okay, um, that was actually going to be one of mine, but that that could go either way. I mean, if Washington shows up how they were playing really well uh, earlier on, and not you know last week or whatever. Um, it, it could be a closer game. So I went with the Chargers over the Colts. Um, like you said, the Chargers seem like they're they're starting to get their their footing a little bit here. I don't think the Colts are any good. Um, they're going to Nick Foles now. They're they're benching Matt Ryan, which I don't know why you wouldn't go to the rookie, see what he's got, you know, see if you need a quarterback for next year. Um, well, they did. They already they already did. They went to Ellinger and he sucked. Yeah, so. but that that was before Saturday. Before Saturday came in, that, that doesn't fuck it. That doesn't. That doesn't fucking yeah, matter. Yeah, it does. Different system. Um, no. That but, just, just, <laughs> <laughs> I love trying to piss you off. Um, but yeah, so I, I got the Chargers over the Colts. I, I think it's going to be 10 plus points, maybe even 15. 
All right. Uh, moving on to our lock picks. All right. All right. All right. For the lock here, um, this is going to be a bit of a sentimental pick. Um, we just lost a legend uh, in the NFL. Uh, Franco Harris, the Immaculate Reception. Uh, Franco's Army. Everything that we know from the Steelers of that 70s. One of the biggest parts of it. Uh, uh, truly an NFL legend. Hall of Famer. Uh, Franco Harris passed this week. Um on on Wednesday morning, actually, which um, is extra sad because they were honoring the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception this Saturday. And, uh, and as, retiring, the, as the Steelers retiring his number, uh, and too. retiring his number, yes, there was going to be a number retirement celebration of the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. It's going to be this whole thing, um, you know, after all these years and after all that time, they were they were they were going to do this, and for him to and and the 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 thing about it is that it was so sudden. Yeah, that there, nobody saw this coming. This wasn't a case where like he was struggling or something happened. He just, uh, you know, we we woke up this morning and he was gone. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I I I I I I can't see the Steelers losing this game. Um. Say what you want about things being sentimentality or, you know, whether or not teams uh, uh you know win or lose based on that or. Or whatever the case is, they're playing in Pittsburgh. Um, people know what he meant to that organization. The fans are going to be there and in full throat. And despite how good or bad the season has been for the Steelers, um, this is a game I I don't see them losing, and I don't think they can lose. Yeah. Um, so I I uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna pick the Steelers. To go ahead and beat the Raiders uh, on Saturday night in Pittsburgh, uh, and uh, and 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 get one, get one for Franco. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm picking there. All right, um, I am going to pick uh, the Bengals over the Pats. We all saw how that Pats game ended. I don't think, I mean, Bill Check's always going to be a good coach. I just don't think Bill Check has a hole on a team. Uh, as good as in the past. It, it ain't Belichick. It's that it's the fact that you've got fucking Matt Patricia calling offensive plays for some fucking reason. Yeah. And the guy he's conferring with is Joe fucking judge. Like, I, 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 I like, I don't know if Bill's just given up. Like if that's, he's that's just taking I mean. a sabbatical, if he's trying yeah. to fuck things up, if there's going to be, Hey, listen, there's, talk, there's talks, there's talks. So maybe a reunion next year. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see that with, with Mr. Brady. I, I think yeah. if, if, if Brady don't go back there, I think Bill might retire because he, he won't go through another season like this. How, in- how interesting would that be? Yeah. How interesting would that be? You want to talk about sports talk radio? Something to talk about. <laughs> there we go. We got topics for days. Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting. But So, yeah, I mean, the Patriots are just bad. And like you said in your power rankings, Bengals are just clicking really well right now so Bengals over the Patriots yeah you're on a different level yeah absolutely all right and then we have oh, the upset the upset special as a lot of people like saying who's it gonna be who's gonna be the team that defies expectations who's gonna be the team that says hey fuck you we're gonna win despite you thinking we're not you can go suck our asshole ha um that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, looking at the teams here of who's favored, who's not, um, I'm going to say for a team that is currently an underdog that I think could win, 
I'm going to go with the Houston Texans over the Tennessee Titans. Wow. Tennessee's favorite. Tennessee is favored currently by three and a half. They're playing at home. Uh, but Tennessee has sucked asshole and, these, and uh, these last four or five weeks. Uh, you got Malik Willis, who people were begging to get in there, and he's been in there. And guess what, guys? Not that Nothing. great. Yeah. Not that great. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, and with the way Houston's been playing these last couple of weeks, why not? Give them a shot. <laughs> so I'll go with the Houston Texans over the Tennessee Titans as my upset pick. Okay. All right. I am going with the belief that this team I is, believe. is... I believe that we will win. <laughs> I believe that we will win. Well, I'm glad you're thinking like that because I'm going with the Giants over the Vikings. Hey! I, I, think, I think the Vikings uh, are... I think the Vikings are who I thought they were for the past few weeks. I've been saying it. I don't think they're as good as their record shows. And I think the Giants have, you know, other than a couple games, have been consistent. And I, I think they could pull it off. I think they could uh, beat Minnesota. A lot to play for. There's yes. a lot to play. That's and what that's I mean. If the Giants win, if the Giants win this week, there's a very good chance they clinch. Like I said, with Washington being in San Francisco, Seattle being in Kansas City, if the Giants can win in Minnesota, there's a very good chance they clinch. Yeah. So you have to go into this game with that mindset, almost a playoff mindset of let's do this, let's get in, let's clinch. Because here's the other thing too. We play uh, Indianapolis next week. So let's say we, we clinch this week. We play Indianapolis next week. If we beat Indianapolis, we're pretty much going to be locked into that sixth spot. Yeah. And if we get that, if we're like, we're locked into a spot, like if we're locked into six or five or whatever, or if we get into a spot where we don't have to, uh, like we're not going to either improve uh, our playoff position, yeah. sit people. Yeah. For that Eagles game, sit anybody, who, or sit Saquon. Sit DJ, sit anybody on Kayvon, Thibodeau, sit anybody, sit any starters. We're already a practice squad anyway. Yeah. Just fill the rest of it out with practice squad people. Let them get fucking ass fucked by the Eagles. Because <laughs> here's the other thing. The Eagles might might have had everything locked up by then too. So it might be practice squad versus, versus practice, practice squad. squad yeah. <laughs> which, fine. I don't care. You know, but if we get to that point, like, like the Giants have a shot here to like this isn't crazy. This is crazy to me. The Giants have a shot to not only make the playoffs this year, which if you told me that four months ago, go fuck yourself. You're crazy. <laughs> uh, but we have a chance to rest players on the last week before the playoffs. Like that would be insane. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, uh, there, there's a lot. There's a lot here that for for the Giants on the line for the Giants. I think th- I think they can do it. I think they can do it. This is a week to do it. Uh, so gonna be gonna be jacked. Gonna be really excited. That's that's the Christmas present we need. There you Giants go. right here. <laughs> clinch it. Clinch it here. And the Eagles have a chance. I think to clinch the division. Uh, we have a chance. Beat, I think I think everything. if you beat the Cowboys, that's a clinch. Yeah. Yeah. You can clinch the division. Everything. You can clinch number one. You can do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I mean, there's there's a lot on on. We could have Christmas presents for everybody. So uh, except, except we'll for, see. Except for Dallas, fuck them. <laughs> no, fuck Dallas. You know, and I'm sorry. And you know, I, I like you know our, our good friend Ashley. Yes, who remember probably the only uh, Dallas fan I could I could deal with. I, I I love her. She's fantastic. She's a big 
Cowboys fan, which sucks. But she's also a big Devils fan, so that's something that's going on in her favor. But uh, but uh, yeah, no. For for this Christmas, she can go fuck herself. No, no Cowboys winning for her. That would, that would make me happy. But uh, I think that's it. And the blue picks brought to you once again by W. Go to W.GG. Find out all of your uh, stuff that you want there. Anything that you want. New flavors. The punch and punch. As Jimbo just said, you get everything you want there. When you get to check out, put in ST Sports 18, all capital letters, and you get 10% off. Thank you once again to Dubby. So that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, before we go, I just want to wish everybody a happy Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Did you, did you just say happy Merry Christmas? Yeah, man. Just, you know, hashtag Merry new phrases. New year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have uh, like a a, 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 Let's go, Brandon. Moment there. Um, Till next week. Don't get political. (laughs) Don't get political. Till next week. It's your good friend Jimbo, and it's King. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, everybody. See ya.